Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We always preach and teach and demonstrate the kingdom. That's what we do. That's what the Lord asked us to do. That's what the Lord told us to do. Amen. That's where his grace is. You know, I like what the Apostle Paul says. He says, I am who I am by the grace of God. Amen. It is God's grace that causes you to be who he has called you to be. Amen. So that's what grace is for. Grace is to be who God has called you to be. And his grace, his grace is sufficient for you. Amen. So we want to start today in Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10 verses 29 through 31. Matthew chapter 10 verses 29 through 31. Amen. It is is speaking of your your value to God. Amen. It It is the discovery. If you could discover Jesus, who is the pearl of great price, if you could discover Jesus, who is the treasure buried in the field, amen, then you could discover how much God loves you. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verses 29 through 31. It says, Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from the Father's will? But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Amen. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Amen. So God is using the sparrow, you know, that song, his eyes on the sparrow, that Jesus is using the analogy of God's knowledge and God's care and God's concern for the sparrow to show in contrast how great his love is for you. Amen. He says, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing or copper coin? Amen. And that not one of them can fall to the ground apart from the Father's will and apart from the Father's knowledge. Amen. And yet you are worth more, much more than the sparrows. Amen. So I don't know if you understood what Jesus just did there. He just he just placed the value, amen, on the sparrow that people would um, buy or sell two sparrows for a copper coin. Amen. So there's a value. But that that phrase that you're worth much more than the sparrow, it, it means in continuum. In other words, that God's value, how God values you is beyond value. It is, it is, <laughs> I don't know if you see what he did. Jesus is that which is above all worth. Amen. It is the discovery of Jesus that causes you to lay down your life for him. The discovery of the worth or the value of Jesus that would cause you to lay down your life for him in in, in service, to take up your cross and follow him. Whatever is necessary, amen, to follow the Lord Jesus. Amen. Jesus says that, you know, you you forget yourself or you lay down your life. Amen. And take up your cross and follow him. Amen. And so God says that you're worth more than the sparrows. And then he says that the very hairs of your head are numbered. So the, the, the degree of the intimacy of God knowing you. He knows 
The, the very hairs of your head are numbered. Amen. And he says, do not fear. Therefore, you are more valued than many sparrows. Amen. And so this, this is the context that I want to begin to preach and teach to you today. Amen. That relationship between you and the Lord and the thought that God has given unto you to give you life. Amen. That life is so valuable that God placed within people the, the capacity or the desire for life and the desire to hold on to life. Amen. That there is hope. Amen. Even in a natural sense, there, there is hope. There's nothing worse than for the devil to deceive people about the value of their life and they begin to lose hope. And people may even take their own life that God has built into everyone to hold on to life. Amen. So the degree of the deception for there to be hopelessness. Amen. To devalue life in this world. People have devalued life. The audacity, the, 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 the pride. Amen. For someone who is breathing and is alive. Amen. To advocate for the taking of life or the abortion of babies the audacity, here you are breathing the breath of life and yet you are saying that that other life or that unborn life has zero value and God says that's a lie. Amen. That if you could get a revelation of how much that God values you. Amen. So everything with God is balanced. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you that balance in the word of God. How that God, what does God require of you? If, if I could summarize what God requires, that God is good. God is love. He wants you to respond to his goodness and to his love. And to the degree, because God does not hold back, to the degree that you respond to his goodness, and his love you will receive of his goodness and of his love. How much can you believe? How big can you believe of the goodness of God and the love of God? Well, it is in, according, in accordance to you knowing him, taking a step in his goodness, <laughs> taking a step in his love will take you deeper. <laughs> Amen. So that's the way that it works. God's ways are perfect. His wisdom is perfect. Amen. So I just want to show you a thing or two. You know, so many times people believe that they know, and in a sense, they do. Amen. But the thing about knowing the things of God, that if you believe that you know, or you believe that you are standing, the Bible says you don't know according to, to you all, how you ought to know, or you're not standing in accordance to how you how you need to stand. Amen. And so there's a degree of humility that no matter what you know, amen, and how you stand, you know it is the goodness of God. Amen. Except for the grace of God, you would be wiped out. You would be nothing. Amen. So there's a relationship, amen, between you and the Lord. And it's deeper than you know. And, and so that's what I want to, to do today. I want to take you into the depths of, the, of knowing God, the relationship that God has, has for you. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. First Peter chapter 1. Verses 1 and 2. It says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersions in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace 
be multiplied. Amen. So he calls Peter. He calls the church, amen, that he's speaking to. He calls them the elect. Amen. That word elect, it means chosen of God. But there's a prerequisite. Amen. Everyone is, is supposed to be elect. Every Christian is supposed to be elect. And we are. We are chosen. We are chosen of the Lord. Amen. But elect carries with it a, a, a greater, a greater definition. Amen. So elect, that means chosen of God according to the foreknowledge of God through sanctification of the spirit, that is of the Holy Spirit. So elect is chosen of God, but it's according to the foreknowledge of God. Amen. That means that God knew you before you were born. God already knew you and he had prepared a life for you before you were born. Amen. So you're not a random act, not even a random act of, of passion. You are predestined by God so much so that even before you came into the knowledge of who you are, according to the will of God, that God already knew you and appointed that destiny of that life that he has for you. So elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Holy Spirit. So for you to come into the knowledge of whom God has called you to be and to, to live out the fact that you are chosen, amen, it is in accordance to sanctification, amen, of the Holy Spirit, unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm, I'm taking a little time. I'm laboring to, to, to lay a foundation, to, to lay out that point that you are elect. Amen. The church is the elect. Amen. Which means chosen of the Lord. But it is according to that vision that God had of you in his heart before he spoke you into existence. Amen. According to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, and it is through sanctification. So for, for you to walk together with God and to agree and to manifest whom God has called you to be, you must be sanctified Hallelujah, by the Holy Spirit and by the blood of Jesus. Amen. So that sanctification is twofold. It is by the Holy Spirit unto obedience. In other words, you're sanctified unto God. And so you're born again. You, you receive the Holy Spirit, the fullness. And so you're filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So this is not a message to argue that. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. So you, you are to be born again. You know what that is, to accept Jesus as your, your Lord and Savior. Amen. So that is not only to get you to heaven, but if he is your Lord, if he is your Savior, if he is your master, that is throughout your whole life until you wind up in heaven. Amen. So the life that you live upon this earth that Jesus is your Lord, he is your savior, he is your master. That is what you have entered into. That is the covenant that you have entered into, this covenant of love which comes through the knowledge of the Lord, amen. So knowing him, you receive the revelation of the covenant, amen. And you walk out that life and you're faithful to the covenant, amen. So you are the elect, that means chosen, amen, chosen one, amen, and according to the foreknowledge of God, God knew you before you were born, amen. He actually, he called you before you were born. Now, I don't, I don't know all the ramifications of how God does it. I just know what the word says, that God was knowing you and God was calling you 
before he brought you into existence. Amen. And so the clue is, the Bible says that in Ecclesiastes, that God put eternity on the inside of you. Amen. God programmed you. Amen. That, that, that program comes into knowledge as you are born again. You know that there's more. You know that there's more. You know that there's a life. And then you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be my witnesses, saith the Lord. Amen. So you know that there's more. Amen. And that's how you got saved. It's got to be more. Everything is vanity. It's got to be more. You get saved. Amen. And filled with the Holy Spirit. That eternity is on the inside of you. The Bible says the bundle of life is on the inside of you. Amen. And so that, that program is in you. And it is through your fellowship with the Lord, knowing him, that your life unfolds where you walk out the will of God. God does not make robots, but God did make you for fellowship. God did make you to know him. Amen. So that he can give you the life that, that fulfills you. Amen. That, that satisfies. Only God's life can fulfill you. Only God's life can satisfy you. Amen. So the depth, amen, the first scripture was about his eye being upon the sparrow, that they cannot fall down to the ground outside of his knowledge, outside of his will, but you're more value, greater, 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 greater value than many, many, many sparrows. Amen. And so you are elect, chosen of God, amen, according to the foreknowledge. In other words, you have to line up with the foreknowledge. What God knew about you ahead of time. What God said about you before you were born. What God thought about you before you were born. Amen. And so now we see that what that yearning is. What is, what is that hunger? What is, what is that thirst? What God thought about you. Amen. And so that's what I want to give you a glimpse of what God thought about you before you were, were even known. Amen. Elect means chosen. Foreknowledge means that God knew you before he formed you. Amen. And also the depth of his thoughts towards you. Amen. Sometimes you try to compare God to man and, and you do God a great disservice because man can, cannot live up to the greatness of who God is. Amen. Or Man, the, the, the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, it is to get to the place where you began to get a glimpse and began to see how great thou art, how great the Lord is. The, the great songwriters, what are they talking about? <laughs> how great thou art. Amen. Does, do the words move you any way? <laughs> Amen. Does it stir you any way? Amen. As you begin to see how great God is, Jeremiah chapter 1. Amen. The book of Jeremiah chapter 1. Amen. We, we've used this scripture several, several times to help you see. Amen. What God thought about you. Amen. How does this work? Amen. I, I want to contrast that with you know, this world seems to be spiraling out of control. Amen. And there are several people who are out of order. Amen. There's so much anarchy. Amen. It is fomented. It is encouraged. Amen. Uh, the, the quote unquote powers that be that they enlist those who are aimless. Amen. And they give them an assignment in their aimlessness, amen, to steal, to kill, and to destroy, amen. That sounds like somebody I know, amen, that I have heard of. The devil comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy, amen. 
And so this world is spiraling out of control. Amen. By people who do not know the Lord and do not know their destiny. Amen. Who don't even know that there is an enemy. Amen. An enemy to their soul that they are playing right into his hands and that they are acting in accordance to his spirit, the, the spirit that works in the children of disobedience. Amen. And so that sounds so much like St. John 10, 10. Jesus says uh, that the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The life that God has for you is an abundant life. Amen. So in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, God says to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nation. So this is lining up with what I said in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse, verse 2, that you are the elect according through to the foreknowledge of God through the sanctification of the spirit and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. So this is not just a prophet. This is not just for an apostle. This is not just for an evangelist, pastor, and teacher. This is for everyone that he says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you intimately. And before you, you came forth out of the womb or were born, I sanctified you. And ordained you. That word ordained means that I gave you. Amen. Before you were born, I gave you as a prophet to the nations. Now, think of the depth of that. Amen. God is doing stuff before you even born. God has prepared for you before you were born. Now, that life, you would have to say yes to that life that God has for you. And so that's why I was trying to show you. The, the, the parallel, the pairing of that word elect, that you are chosen, but you have to choose that for which you were chosen. Amen. Through hell or high water. Amen. Because the, the life was prepared ahead of time that God is not doing stuff just haphazardly. Amen. That God has enough grace for you to take you and to, to accomplish the life that he has for you. Enough grace, enough anointing, enough power, enough strength, enough love in his care for you through intimacy of fellowship. You will walk out what God has called you to do, to be. You cannot say, you know. Well, you know, I'm a vessel of dishonor. No, 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 no. I'm trying to give you understanding. Yes, there are such things as vessels of honor and dishonor. But it is in accordance to you purging yourself of things that dishonors. It is in accordance to you receiving the life. Amen. Now, hell is inflamed against you. Amen. Because you said yes. You accepted the invitation. You said yes to God. And now hell says, I'm going to see how committed you are to the life that God has for you. To the purpose that God has for you. To the calling that God has for you. At the same time, the care of the Lord says... Come hell or how water I'm committed to you. So you're never alone. You're never forsaken. Amen. The Lord says, I'm with you even to the end of the world, the end of the age. Amen. I'm... Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. to myself. God says, I'm committed unto you. Amen. 
for you to fulfill this life that I put so much thought into that I was thinking this up before you were even born, before the foundations of the world, actually. Amen. That's the depth of the love that God has for you. Amen. So before I formed you in the womb, I knew you intimately. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. So to do what God has called you to do, you cannot do it without sanctification. Amen. Because it is the commitment of God. Amen. That's that's a whole nother teaching that is a deeper teaching. But Jesus says, for your sake, he told his disciples, I sanctify myself. Amen. That you cannot do what God has called you to do unless you also receive. Look at it this way for just for for definition of verbiage or for understanding. You cannot do what God called you to do without putting on that coat of sanctification. Amen. So God has called you, the Bible says, to a holy calling. And so you are the elect according to the foreknowledge of God. And all every time, all through this lesson, if I get through it, you'll see the word sanctification. Amen. First Peter. According to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification. Jeremiah chapter 1. Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you came forth, I sanctified you. Amen. So that I don't care what anybody says to, to do the holy calling. Now, you may do some stuff in this earth and you may try to live for God, but you cannot do the, the very thing that God called you to that you are elect or chosen. The, the thing that God chose you to do, you cannot do it without the sanctification that God provided for that thing. Amen. Why? Because the devil wants to kill you. <laughs> Amen. So you must be as committed as God. So it is, it is through sanctification. So I'm going to try to speed it up because I got some more points. But you, you see what I'm saying? God knew you before the foundations of the world. According to the foreknowledge of God, he called you. Great was his thoughts towards you in it that he had thought about this thing greatly about you personally and intimately. I don't care how many billions of people in this earth. God thought about each one personally, intimately, amen, and knew you according uh, to what he has chosen you to do, amen. So this word is not just to prophets and apostles. It is to everyone. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 10, I'm going to go through some things kind of quickly so, so that I can make some points. And then I'll look at my time once I go through these things pretty quickly. Ephesians 2.10. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. So we are God's workmanship. We are the one who God has formed as a work of art, workmanship, a, a piece of art. So God, so God, it's not that, what's that abstract, abstract art where they just throw paint up against the wall. That's, that's not who you are. Amen. It's not that blob of clay, you know, with an eye here and a hand there. That's not who you are. Amen. You, the thoughts of God, you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So for the person that is born again, you are created in Christ Jesus. So your life will be found in him, in Christ Jesus. Good works are the works of God that God did. Even when he formed the world, the Bible says God did everything good every day. That God did things. He made things. He created. It was good. So you are a good work. You which God prepared beforehand, we already said that, the foreknowledge of God, that you should walk in them, those good works that God prepared ahead of time, the works of God that releases the glory of God. What are the good works? The works of God that releases. So 
You are a work that is supposed to release the glory of God to show that you are part of that good work when God created everything good, when there was no rebellion. So part of your life to obtain and to attain unto good works, you know, the Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. So who you are are supposed to to release the glory of God, where people see that, that it is of God, it is, that you are a good work of God and that you're doing the works of God, good works. It releases the glory. Your life releases the glory, which glorifies the Lord. Amen. And so these works were prepared be, before you were even born. But the, here's the key. You have to walk in them. For you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. So when you walk in those good works, it releases the glory. Amen. You have to walk in the works that God prepared ahead of time. Amen. God tells Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Amen. I called you. I ordained you. Amen. I called you. Amen. That I've given you. Amen. Think about that. If you think your life is small, God says that before you were born, he prepared a good work for you, who you are, your destiny, for you to be the elect of God. And that good work who God has called you to be and what God has called you to, to do, he has given you. Amen. God is giving you, hallelujah, to those to see your good works and glorify the Father. Amen. God has given you as a prophet. God has given you as an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. God has given you as a psalmist. Amen. God has given you to hospitality. To give, amen. You know, there's a gift of giving, amen. So you could be the one, God has given you as, as a gift, amen, to give, amen. You said, preacher, well, what did God call? That, <laughs> the anointing will help bring that forth from you, amen. I can't necessarily tell you if you sit up under this ministry, just as the Lord is committed unto me and committed unto you, if you sit under this ministry, then I am committed unto you and my wife is committed unto you to release into you, amen, and to speak what we hear God is saying, which, which would match what you are hearing, that, that inward yearning and calling within you and to impart in you according to the, those gifts, amen, to do what God has called you to do, amen. But simply sitting under this, this ministry will help you because we believe that, amen. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, amen. In Psalms 139, Psalms 139. For the sake of time, verses 14 and then 17 through 18. Verse 14. Verse 14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Verses 17 and 18. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God, and how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more than the number of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Amen. So what am I trying to do? I'm trying to show you the depths of God's thoughts and the weightiness of God's thoughts. Amen. Toward you. It, it was okay, the sands of 
cannot be numbered. Amen. Sand cannot be numbered. Amen. They're, they're so small, so fine. They're all on the beach and, and in the sea, under the sea. Amen. So the, the sum of them cannot be numbered. And that is the greatness and the multitude of God's thoughts towards you. Number one, before he formed you in the womb. And number two, as you walk out this life that God has called you to live so that you would be the elect, the chosen, according to the foreknowledge of God. Amen. And so I want you to see people sometimes are so shallow. They think that God cannot bring you to your destination or your end until you, you do things yourself. You, 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 you. You put weightiness on the flesh, on yourself and on other people that you're going to make things happen. Amen. And so that's how we got Ishmael. Amen. Trying to figure out, God, how are you going to do what you said you were going to do? Let me help you. Amen. And so Abraham went into Sarah's maid and with her permission and she had Ishmael a work of the flesh, the product of Ishmael is with us today, which is against the things of promise, which is against the things of the Spirit of God. You, you just birth something that not only will not help you, it is against the promises of God. It is against the Spirit of God. Amen. So God's thoughts are innumerable. Amen. The heaviness and the greatness and the multitude of God's thoughts towards you. Amen. And when I wake, I'm still with you. So the psalmist is saying because of God, because of the greatness of God, I woke another time. I woke again. Amen. You're still with me. Amen. So that's what the psalmist is saying. Amen. Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, verse 16. Matthew chapter 20, verse 16. Jesus says, so the last will be first, and the first last, for many are called, but few are chosen. So here is the dilemma, and here is where we are. Many are called. The Lord Jesus said it himself. But few are chosen, few are elect. Many are called, few are elect. And yet the word is elect, according to the foreknowledge of God. The Lord says, my elect, amen. He even calls Israel his, his elect, amen. He calls you his chosen one. You are chosen, a peculiar people, amen. That you are chosen of the Lord, amen. But yet Jesus says, the last will be first, the first will be last, for many are called, but few are chosen. This is the conclusion to the parable of the vineyard, amen, where many were called to work in the vineyard, amen. And so that the, the owner, he went out in the morning and then a few hours, and, and he called people to work in his, his vineyard, his ministry. Amen. And then a little bit later, he called more. A little bit later, he called more. Until the end of the evening, he called some that worked just one hour. Amen. And then he called everyone. Amen. To get their pay. And so when the ones who were first saw that the ones who were last received what they agreed. Amen. Amen. What they agreed to work for, amen, they, they supposed that they would get more, amen. But the Lord rebuked them. He says, why are you despising my goodness, amen? The last will be first, the first will be last. There are many called, but there are few chosen. So, so look at the attitude of the ones who are called but not chosen. Their attitude was one of entitlement. Their attitude was one of 
comparing themselves unto others and comparing their ministries unto others and equating their worth against others instead of God telling them how valuable they were. They thought that they were more valuable, amen, than the ones that were last. I've seen God do things, amen. I've seen the anointing of God come upon people. I've seen the grace of God. The Bible says this about the equality of God. I won't, I won't go into all of, it says, but it says that God has chosen, again, that word chosen, the poor to be rich in faith. Amen. The quality of God is that he's chosen. Amen. He says, let the rich man rejoice in his humbling. Amen. And the poor man in his exaltation or his promotion. Amen. The members that seem to be least that seem to be ones that people don't want to see, amen, uncommonly. Upon these, God has bestowed greater honor, amen. Talking about the equality of God, amen. Whatever you have, it must be submitted unto the Lord, amen. And those that have not, again, it is the Lord which will cause them to have. Amen. It is the equality of God. It's just understanding the heart of God. Amen. That's why you give. Amen. You give to show that your worth is not according to how much money you have. Amen. Your, your worth is in accordance to your election. The Bible says the election is the election of grace. Amen. So it'll never be of flesh. It, it'll never be of your strength. Amen. It'll never be of your looks. <laughs> Woo! It, it'll never be of your outward looks. It'll never be of your outward appearance. <laughs> Hallelujah. You said you you saying that because you don't look worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I am who I am by the grace of God. I know who I am. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm trying to deal with you. Amen. God says to deal with you because he's got to deal with you. <laughs> Man, it will not be according to your money. It will not be in accordance to your status. It will not be in accordance to your looks. You're hindering the works of God. Amen. As you preen about your looks. Amen. And saying that is what your value is. Amen. This is not in my notes. So I don't know why God has me saying this. It's, it's, it's not about that. Amen. You put such stock. Amen. In your outward. And God was concerned with your inward. We got work to do. Don't you get it? We got work to do. We got work to do. You've been spending too much time in the mirror when we got work to do. <laughs> so many call for your chosen. Amen. Yet God chose you before the foundation of the world according to the foreknowledge of God, who he called you to be before you were born. But many are called, but few walk out. You're his workmanship created Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared ahead of time that you should walk in them. You got to walk it out. The good works you got to, to walk it out. The same thing in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 14. Again, it says, for many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. And so this is the, the conclusion of the parable about the the wedding feast, Amen. That there was the master invited. There was a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. So again, many are called for your chosen, 
But the reason that they were not willing to come was reasons in the world. Amen. They began to make excuse. Amen. It says that um, some said that, you know, they had marriage. Some, some said that they had, you know, purchased some animals that they need to work and, and, and all of those things. Amen. So they were busy with their life in the world. And so they refused the invitation. Many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Why are there very few Apostle Pauls? Amen. Amen. God is not a respected persons. Why, why are there very few? Um, Apostle Peters. Amen. Why are there very few Stevens? Amen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Chosen means elect. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Amen. According to, through sanctification of the Holy Spirit, unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. So it is the sanctification which will cause you to actually be elect. God calls you elect. Amen. You are elect. But it's obedience to the Holy Spirit and the sprinkling. The sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. Amen. So the devil, do, the devil will do everything to keep you from being chosen. Amen. It is the glory of God which judges the devil. The Bible says that those that have ceased from sins have died in the flesh, amen, and that a spirit of glory rests upon them. You can obey the Holy Spirit, amen, to the putting down of the flesh, You can obey the Holy Spirit to the demoralizing of the flesh. Amen. We are not debtors to the flesh. Romans chapter 9. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 9, verse 20. Romans chapter 9, verse 20. It says, but indeed... O oh man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? And so you're God's creation. Amen. So God created you. In other words, he, he spoke you into existence. The Bible says God formed man out of the dust of the ground. So, so forming is God touching you with his hands or the hands of God being upon you. Amen. So this is the calling. This is the election. Amen. What you were chosen to do. And yet here he is the, the clay, you know, is the example of the potter and the clay. The, it is the clay replying against God. Like, I'm not going to be, why should I be what you are forming me to be? Amen. And so you see how ludicrous this is. You, you see how silly, how dumbfounding this is for the lump of clay to reply against the potter. Like, why, why are you making me into this type of vessel? I will not be this type of vessel. So you see the, the pride. You see the rebellion. You see the belligerence against the creator. The I was sitting to say left, but it's not the left. It is it is those who hate God. It's not just not just the left. You notice how they come against creation. God creates a thing. Amen. Man, woman, y'all get married, man and woman. Y'all be fruitful. Amen. Have children. Amen. That woman, you be you be a homemaker and a helper. Amen. To your to your you see how. Everything, how it works against creation. The devil hates the beauty. You, you are fearfully and wonderfully made that your soul knows very well. You see how the enemy works against the created state. Amen. 
so that you would not reflect the image of God. Amen. That you're made in his, his image. Everybody's not reflecting that image. Amen. It has to line up with the image. Holy Ghost. It has to line up with divine order. Submission to God. Submission to the ways of God. The ordinances of the Lord. So how can the thing formed say to the one who formed it, why have you made me thus? Amen. You are to be sanctified in and by your election. That's what it means to be chosen. You have to be sanctified or set apart for your election. Amen. That, that you'd be surprised how many people would not. Many are called for your chosen. How many people refuse to be sanctified or set apart to what God elected you to so that you would be called the chosen? Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 16 through 22. Amen. It says, for where there is a testament or a will, think of it that way, for the, where there is a will, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a will is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator live. Amen. Therefore, not even the first covenant, that means the Old Testament, the first covenant of the law was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and the people. So remember, sanctification is by the Holy Ghost and by the sprinkling of blood. And so the book of the law was sprinkled with blood. So this New Testament is sprinkled in the blood of Jesus. Or the, the wheel is enforced by the blood of Jesus. Amen. It says, verse 20. Saying, this is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Then likewise, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. Amen. So that's the part I want to get to you to. You have to be sanctified by the Holy Spirit, obedience to the Holy Spirit, and by the sprinkling of blood. These are principles. These are truths that I'm trying to get to you. So you cannot do what God has chosen you to do so that you can be called the elect. Many are called, but uh, many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Unless you receive sanctification of the Holy Spirit and sanctification of the sprinkling of the blood. Amen. Then likewise, verse 21, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and the vessels of the ministry. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Amen. So you show that you have repented of all dead works to receive the life that God has called you, which is called ministry. Amen. The life that God has called you unto. Amen. So you are the elect. You are the chosen. So to do it. It is, you, you have to be sanctified. And the Lord began to show me why, you know, that everybody's trying to preach, amen, but there is not a commitment to holiness. There is not a commitment to God, amen. People have more of a commitment to money than they have a commitment to God. They are not in covenant with the Lord, yet they want the Lord to bless their ministry. Amen. The Lord wants the, and they want the Lord to bless their lives. Amen. So so there's a deeper way. Amen. God does not condemn you in where you are now. When you receive knowledge of the truth, you come up higher. Amen. You come up higher. The entrance, the Bible says, is afforded unto you a higher way in heaven. Amen. As you come up higher. Amen. So this is 
simply reiterating, you, you understand that I've done the same thing over and over again. If just, just get this message. The themes over and over again that you are called, you're chosen, you're the elect of God according to the foreknowledge of God and sanctification of the Holy Spirit and sanctification by the sprinkling of blood. That, that is the, the bedrock. Amen. That's the foundation that, that I am laying. Amen. So you won't wander in life and, and, and just meander and go from one thing to another that you be focused and you have a commitment. The will of God will, will propel you in life. The Bible says that you can um, um, go through a troop and jump over a wall. That's the, the commitment of God can cause you to operate supernaturally. They that um, know God will be strong and do exploits. Amen. What God has called you to do, you can plow through a lot of stuff. Amen. As the elect, as the elect of God. Amen. And then Acts chapter 9. I, I have so much more, but if I can get this in. Acts chapter 9. Verses 10 through 16. Acts chapter 9. Verses 10 through 16. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. And he said, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street which is called Straight. And inquire in the house of Judas. For one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. So this is the life that the Lord has for Saul of Tarsus, even though he did not know it. He was working against it at first. And so there's a flow in the kingdom and there is a flow in the spirit of God. Verse 13, and Ananias said, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And there he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go, for he's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings and of the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And I've been meditating on this scripture much that Paul, Saul of Tarsus became the apostle Paul. And so this is the Lord Jesus initiating, activating his life, carrying over his, his destiny, his calling. Amen. Point A to B to C. Amen. He knocked him off of the donkey. Amen. Got him saved. Sent him to a house on Straight Street, amen. Told him it would be told to him what would be done, amen. At the same time, he gives a disciple named Ananias a vision of him speaking to him, telling him that Saul has had a vision of him, amen. This is the bundle of life. This is eternity on the inside, amen. And so he says he is a chosen vessel, now, I got to, I have to be intimate with him, amen, to get him to know what things he must, he must suffer for my namesake, amen. So it, it is connected. That, that is not a random throw-in verse there, amen. I said, that type of calling, amen, that type of election, the devil hates, amen. Someone who would be that Committed. Look what great things that Paul the Apostle did. He could not have done it if he did not understand what things he must suffer for the Lord's name's sake. Amen. I wish I had more time to teach this. Amen. So that he says he gives him more grace, more grace, more grace to the humble. My grace is sufficient for thee. When the devil raised his his ugly head when the devil was every place he went 
the devil was stirring up trouble. That he, Jesus tells Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. For what? To carry out the will so that he could receive his, his crown and his reward so that he could finish the work. He could finish the race. Amen. Most people refused that type of calling. Amen. Most people, I'm just being honest, they refused even that type of dealing with the Lord honestly. Because if you just simply deal with the Lord honestly, he, he can take you places. If you be sincere and without offense, the Bible says, till the day of Christ, amen. Paul, Saul of Tarsus, you go Ananias, amen. Now, Ananias did some things he's spoken of in the Bible. But Paul is spoken of many times and has many books written in the Bible. Look how Jesus facilitated Paul, amen, by even the other disciples being obedient to the will of God, amen. Even the apostles receiving Paul as an apostle. All these things that had to happen for Paul to walk out his destiny, amen. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God, by obedience to the Holy Spirit, amen, by the, the foreknowledge of God, the foreknowledge of God unto obedience, amen, and even the sprinkling of blood, the sanctification to do what God has called you to do, amen, that type of commitment. Father God, I pray. Hallelujah, that this word finds entrance into the hearts, amen, that no matter what level a person is in, no matter what state that they are in, that they would come up higher in the ways of God to be fully pleasing unto you. This is our call. This is our destiny. This is my, me and my wife's calling <clears throat> as apostles. This is our destiny, the higher calling Holy Ghost, and to bring others up into that higher calling. Amen. There shall be a level of, of holiness. Amen. Which is characterized by the presence of God, which shall descend as the Jew in places. Amen. Because of the, 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 the combination, the coming together of hearts committed unto the Lord, and especially the as the leadership also, amen, as an example, amen, are, are coming unto the Lord in the, in the truth to receive anointings, amen, which carry great responsibility, amen, to come under mantles, amen, which are in accordance to great responsibility and obligation unto the Lord that those shall receive, hallelujah, that a, a richer heart, amen, a, a more precious heart. <laughs> I'm just saying what the Lord is saying. Amen. We have these treasures and earthen vessels. Amen. The value of your heart is in the degree of your laying down your life for a friend. Amen. Your usefulness to the Lord. Hallelujah. Is in accordance to receiving that word which produces great anointing but great responsibility. Amen. For this is our calling. This is our commitment unto the Lord. Amen. This is even now, in these latter days, our focus. Amen. We are so focused. Amen. And so there is an invitation or a calling. Amen. In which you will have to answer. An invitation. Amen. Which you will have to RSVP, you would have to accept the invitation, amen. You would have to say, I, I clearly know what I'm entering into, 
and I'm willing to do it for the glory of God. Amen. And this is what is available unto you. The Lord is handing out assignments. Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But according to great, the, the willingness to enter into covenant, covenant to receive that great responsibility and obligation unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Even through this ministry, even through this ministry, the showing of submission to authority and submission to the will of God. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Hallelujah! For I fully acknowledge that I am nothing, yet the Lord says that your ministry is coming through this ministry. Hallelujah! As the Lord stirs your heart, Amen. As you feel warmth on the inside, hallelujah, the Lord says, I'm calling you. Now, me, myself, I am nothing. I humble myself, hallelujah. But the Lord says, to receive them, amen, if they will come forth, amen, and acknowledge this type of commitment and this type of covenant. The Lord says, I don't play games. The depth of my love is that deep. Amen. That's the way I love, saith the Lord. Amen. And though I would not have said that, but the Lord has said that. And I cannot deny nor hold back what the Lord has said. Amen. And so this word is to all who would receive. And Father God, I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.